Hi, this is Donna Otto. Woo! I sound like I've just dropped two octaves there, don't you think? <clears throat> well, my voice is not getting any younger any more than I am. And we have been wandering around this month of May and June talking about things that are very practical. May and June, organization, home, life at home with your children. And I want to spend some time today uh, talking about kids, getting more done with your children, um, getting more organized. I talked about organizing your prayer life, and I want to remind you about organizing how you pray for your children. And on our website, there is a wonderful free resource. And this is a rather interesting piece of, um, what shall I say? It was It was something that I created for myself, and I put it under the glass top in our master bathroom, okay? And we have been privileged to have a separate bathroom from our daughter, um, from other people who stay in our home. And so that was there for a long time, and someone came into my bathroom, I think it was my niece, if I remember correctly, and she saw it and said, I, I want that. Could I have a copy of that? And it was just a little square calendar. And I had written a verse, and it was something that I prayed for every day. There it was, like in front of me. And I said, well, sure, of course you can. Well, what turned out, it became a free resource that has been around the world. I am stupefied. I went to a meeting of educators in the city of Phoenix, and an educator came over to me. She's in a charter school. She said, one of the mothers in my classroom several years ago gave me this. And she had it in her purse, like in an organizer planner. And it was my 30-day How to Pray for Your Children. So could I encourage you to pull that out without my going through it and taking airtime? It's quite simple. It's quite clear. And if you say to me, I don't pray for my children every day, I think about praying for my children every day, and I don't have a lot of time to pray for my children every day, I need a reminder, it's a great tool. Tape it to your mirror, tape it to the front of the refrigerator, okay? Amy Carmichael wrote a marvelous prayer about praying for our children, and I'm just going to read it to you before I talk about our kids today. Father, hear us. We are praying. Hear the words our hearts are saying. We are praying for our children. Keep them from the power of evil, from the secret hidden peril, from the whirlpool that would suck them, from the treacherous quicksand pluck them, from the sting of faithful sadness. Holy Father, save our children. Through life's bitter battle, cheer them. Through life's troubled water, steer them. Father, Father, be now near them. Hear the language of our longing. Hear the wordless pleadings thronging. Holy Father for our children. And wherever they may bide, lead them home at eventide. She was quite a wordsmith, wasn't she? the profound depth with which she praised these words. And she was never a biological mother. She was a missionary in the fields of India, saving children 
girl children mostly, or when they were born and their parents gave them up for prostitution. Amy Carmichael. Read her life. Read Elizabeth's biography of Amy Carmichael. They called her Amma. They called her Amma. She was their mother, and she prayed this prayer for children who were not even her very own biological children, but adopted children and scores thousands of them through her years of ministry. It may be on the resources also. If it's not, we'll put it up, okay? Because I know some of you will call me or write me and ask me for it. So before you do that, let me let me say um, we'll put it up. In the book that I wrote called Loving Life as an At-Home Mom, which you should have whether you're an at-home mom or not, if you are an at-home mom, it will be a great tool for encouraging you in all the areas and the four lanes of traffic that modern homemakers stay in. But that daily prayer for our children guide is also in that book. And if you have the book, you can make a copy of it then that's a smaller size than an eight and a half by 11. And the print yeah, the font is uh, big enough to read even at my age. So daily prayers for your children found in loving life as an at-home mom. If you don't have that book, I hope that you will get it. And if you tell me by email you can't afford to buy that book, let me know and I'll send it to you, okay? The ministry is happy to manage those kinds of things for you. Well, getting more done with your children. What are the things that are available for teaching and training children? Training up the children in the way they should go so that when they are old, they will not depart it. That is not a promise. It is a Proverbs. There's a difference. It's advice. It's advice. It's not a proverb. It's not a promise. So many mothers say to me, oh, but, but it said train up a child, and when he's old, he will not depart. It says, if you train up a child, this is good advice. So train up your children well. Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 9, talk about how to do this. When you sit down, when you rise up, teach them, talk to them. In everything you do, make sure that you are encouraging your children. Children can do far more work at home than we give them credit for. And there are a number of jobs for your children. Three-year-olds can do many more things than we think they can do. I, I remember when I began teaching and training these classes of an organization, and I would say, teach your children to sort the laundry. And they would say, well, they can't sort the laundry at two years old. And I would say, did you teach them their colors? And mothers would say, yes. And I'd say, well, if they know their colors, they can sort the laundry. I'm not asking them to do the laundry. I'm asking them to sort the laundry. And sorting the laundry is the precursor for learning to do the laundry. You're going to do the laundry, so when they make a childish mistake and put the wrong color in the wrong pile, you won't wash it that way. But train up your children to do things that they can do, to brush their teeth, to make their bed. A two- or three-year-old can be pulling up the comforters on their bed. Make sure that you have in those early years beds that are easy to make. They may not be as gorgeous, but make sure that there's something children can do. Clear the table with the dishes. Empty the wastebaskets, the small bathroom wastebaskets. And certainly picking up their own toys. How do we help children get organization around the home? Put it back where you got it from. My daughter's first audible sentence. 
Five-year-olds can do much more. They can set the table and begin to clean the bathroom. Nothing like more than swash around in a toilet and clean it out. They can feed the pets and walk the dogs and dust the furniture. And if you don't own a feather duster, it's time to get one. Seven-year-olds can do even more. They can begin to help you with the preparation of dinner. And they can certainly watch over things in the kitchen, pull things from the refrigerator. You can begin to train them about cutting, peeling potatoes or peeling carrots. And you keep advancing in this as your children grow, they get more and more responsibility. But to start with a nine-year-old or a 10-year-old who has never done anything in the house is daunting. Now, some of you are shaking your head right now because you say, I did it. I didn't teach them to do anything for one of two reasons. I didn't have time to teach them because teaching and training takes time. Or they could never do it as well as you wanted done, so you did it yourself. Moms tell me that all the time. But it's never too late. Nothing in life is ever too late to be changed. We've been talking about change and habits this year. We've been talking about having to get started so you can get finished. We've been talking about C.S. Lewis's notion that change is not disruptive. Change is expansive. And you can change this if you haven't trained your teenagers. You can go to them and say, please forgive me. I'm so sorry that I didn't help you get organized. But from now on, we're not having this pit in here anymore. And you're going to learn to wash your own clothes. And you're going to learn to wash the car. And you're going to learn to help me with housework. And you're going to wash the floors and wash the bathroom mirrors. I love to tell a story about teaching my daughter how to wash the, ma- the bathroom mirrors with a squeegee. I was so proficient at it that I went in there and went dot, 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 dot. It's really only three steps. You wet it. You wash it with a cloth, and then you squeegee it. That's the drying part. Three steps. Wet it, wash it, and dry it. Well, I was out of the bathroom in a minute, but I had not given her chance to practice it. And I set her up for failure. So know how old your children are and set them up for things that they can do and encourage them. As your children grow, continue to give them more responsibility. Help them to learn how to take care of a home for themselves. Male or female children should be allowed to learn to care for a home, to manage a home. I'll give you a few tips on toys today. Um, Have a designated area for toys. If you have a place that you can call it a designated room, wow, that's even more wonderful. Maybe it's the attic space. Maybe it's the basement space. If you live in the Midwestern places where basements and attics are more prone to be. Maybe it's the corner of a room. Maybe it's a closet that you've given up for using for clothes and adding a place to use for toys. When Priscilla Schreier did the war room, I got letters and notes from people knowing that she was a friend of mine and how they had converted their closets. And one of my dearest friends in the world, her daughter, Heidi, who lives in Chicago, Illinois, invited me to her house for dinner, my husband and I. And before we even thought about dinner, she took me upstairs to the guest room bedroom 
which she had converted to her own prayer closet. And it was a bifold closet, okay? She took out the hanger, she took out the shelves, she found a skinny little chair that fit inside of it. She had a small little table with books and a candle, and she had post-it notes all over the wall. Never forget it. And if you've seen The War Room, you know that that was Priscilla's a character in that movie. So maybe you're going to give up a closet. Maybe you're going to make it a prayer closet first, but maybe you're going to give up a closet for toys, a place for toys. Let the spot for toys be truly theirs. Okay? That means they get to decorate the way they want to. They want to have a chalkboard on it. If they have space in the room of their own, they want to put paper chains. They want to put purple color or pink or whatever. Let them do it. Create a Hall of Fame to display their best works. Um, some of you listen to me talk about children and activities, and you're the mom who, when the kids bring home their pictures, they say, oh, that's very nice, and you put it right in the trash can because you don't like clutter. Or you're the mom who says, oh, isn't that beautiful? Let's put it here in a pile, and we're going to save it forever. You've got to find somewhere in between then, and I don't have time today to talk about helping your children make good decisions with, with things like artwork. But create a hall of fame. Go to the junk store, the secondhand store, the Goodwill store, and buy a couple of frames, big frames. Hang them on the wall and let the children put their best artwork in and out of it. They can move it themselves. They can just paste it to it or tape it to it. Find new uses for old toys before you discard them. Turn the old train table into a race car rally or a puzzle station. Make it work for your kids and your stuff. Be known as a mom who plays with her kids. Get on the floor, play with your children, read with your children, climb the slide with your children. Make an opportunity to be together doing things they like to do. Kids' rooms. Help organize their rooms for their clothes and their closets. The same thing that I talked to you about organizing for your wardrobe inventory, for your activity wheel, the children should have the same, especially children who love to shop. I am amazed at how much money is spent on children going to the store and buying things that they don't know what to do with, they don't, they're not going to use. Of course, it's a huge industry, and the merchants are glad for it. But help your children understand what they do in life and how many dress clothes they need and how many uniforms for school they need or for sports. And help them with their closet going through it, what they've grown out of, what they need to pass on to someone else, what they don't like anymore. Pull out clothes seasonally, winter, summer, spring, and fall. We talk about storage systems. Um, again, that's material that can be found in the book that I wrote called Secrets to Getting More Done or in the audio video that you can buy from the website. But give away, put away, throw away is something your children learn to do with their own things. 
it's wonderful for them to see families who need what they have, that they are willing to perhaps sacrifice something that they have or give away what they're no longer using. Bins, boxes, things to store various kinds of toys in. I love these notions of stackable bins that are good for Legos or all the small piece items. One bin for this and another bin for another. Uh, make sure they don't have more than what they need. Help them um, understand what is actually essential and what is more than essential. Uh, little girls, the same thing, sort of barrettes and hairbands and the kinds of things that can store together. I love the great ideas that you can find on Pinterest that are cute a shoe rack that turns into a place for a little girl to put all her hair products in. Kids' bathrooms. If you are lucky enough to have a kid's bathroom, make sure they understand they have to keep it clean. And and if you have little infants who are into tubs, little children, you know, three and four under, and they have toys in the tub, have a place for them to get the toys out of the tub so the next brother or sister can use it and can get it done. Training up a child in the way you should go is work. It takes practice. And I want to encourage you to stay with these practices of raising your children and training them up to grow up in responsibility and responsibility. Help them with the things they have to sort and to sift. That's a really important part. Um, teaching them to give away, put away, throw away, but then help them to understand they can save some things ad infinitum. I still have some of my daughters, she'll be 50 years old in a few months, uh, toys, books mostly, and she, I saved them for her because they were her treasures, and I thought perhaps she would marry and have children of her own. Her children have been through them now, and she is saving them for what may be her children's children, her grandchildren. So some of these things can be saved. A favorite book, a book that you read that, that is totally out of date, but it was a part of your family heritage. A Christmas book. Some of the toys that can be saved that bugs won't get into. Have a specialty box. I often talk about helping children understand what they keep and cannot keep by they each have one perfect box and the measurements to that perfect box that you can find in my book that, that belongs to them and they have to decide. When our daughter left for college, on her college list of things to take was this box that she had and I thought, what on earth? does she want to take that for? And so when we got to getting ready to go, I asked her about it. She said, well, I've taken a few things of memorabilia out, and I put them in the drawer in my bedroom. But a lot of things in that box are reports that I've done, books that I've read, that I think will be useful in my early years of college. Well, she was absolutely right. Reports that she had done. Now, those were the days when computers were not as easily uh, stored all of our reports. But this may be a box of treasures that will travel with them. Encourage them to sort, to purge, to save, to have some traditions of their own and specialty things that they will take with them as they travel. 
Well, I have a lot more to say about organization and kids, but I'm going to save that for our next show, and that show will talk about some summer activities, which we'll do um, the next time we join one another here at Modern Homemakers. I'm Donna Otto. This is Modern Homemakers. And remember, the common begin and the uncommon finish. Go out and make a very uncommon day in helping your children grow up to be responsible adults.